The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels in life. My name is Dee Lee, and we have a special guest today, Lori Morham. Welcome, Lori. Thank and you. It's nice to be here. Today we're discussing how to design a personal supportive now in OW. It is important to be present as Lori will be sharing some ideas and ways to unlock secrets. And this is also to work with your present um, daily experience, experiencing of now, which sometimes is um, difficult to be present. And Lori has a has had a passion for using healing modalities her entire life for herself, for others, and for the planet. And her holistic healing focus has included offering services in a variety of ways for like physically, acupuncture, Reiki, cranial sacral therapy, mentally providing patients with techniques on self-language, imagery, and visualizations, uh, emotionally assisting in the holistic expression and spiritually assisting in the um, teaching modalities, um, teaching meditation and energy management classes. She's actually she's done a lot of um, training uh, and her, has her, earned her master's degrees in acupuncture, social work, and Reiki, and loves to share her knowledge in a variety of ways. As um, you know, in her personal acupuncture practice. And she's been doing this for quite a while, you know, 1997. Does that feel like a long time? It's... <laughs> it can, some days. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like I just started. <laughs> and she's been on the faculty at Training and Power Academy as member of the Washington East Asian Medicine Association and as a former board member of Women's Business Exchange in Seattle, Washington. Um with our focus on the Mighty Gem Show um, as being empowerment and empowered, um, it really comes down to being uh, and focusing on a mindset. And most of us are a bit more awake now than we used to be and are really starting to look around us from our inside to our outside. Um, in the Mighty Gem series we've been having over the last periods, 
we have been taking a close look at ourselves within and also now outside with, you know, with a higher perspective and really looking for that balanced reflective. Lewis Hay said, <clears throat> the gateways to wisdom and learning are always open and more and more I'm choosing to walk through them. There's barriers, blocks, obstacles, and problems are personal teachers really giving me the opportunity to move out of the past and into the totality of possibilities. So you really can create your own blueprint for your own supportive presence of now. The healing system is already within each of us, but you may not know how to put it together between your inner self to use in designing your own successful formula. Once you know how to access and use your inner wisdom, you can choose your path to get from where you are to where you want to be in life. You are really the designer in control of your own destiny. It does take commitment and a clear focus on what you truly want, you know, and that really helps to make it happen. So, Lori, in your experience with your work in the multitude of modalities with acupuncture, Reiki, Qigong, and meditation, which are all fields of energy and self-healing, how did you get started in the field of self-empowerment? It was way before I started doing this work, actually. I was a social worker working in Seattle at a methadone maintenance clinic, and my supervisor, George Clark, said, do you want to go into private practice? And I was just out of school about a year. But, you know, that, that little voice, you know, said, do it. So I did, and he wanted to do these workshops, and I was, like, afraid of my own shadow, and so I couldn't imagine that I'd be standing up in front of people and and talking and doing trainings. So he had been trained at the Pacific Institute here in Seattle, and so he knew some imagery and visualization tips. So he worked with me, (laughs) and he had me write out these cards, these three-by-five cards, you know, saying, I am always, I am always an excellent teacher, presenter, and I enjoy what I do. So I would sit down, and I would, you know, meditate on that, and I would see myself doing that, and for the first, I don't know, weeks, I would be doing this. I could see myself just being nervous and tense, and, and I thought, this isn't working, this isn't working, and he says, no, you really have to get to the feeling of it. So I found myself meditating until I could see myself doing that in a relaxed way, and then it became easy. It was so awesome. So that was the very beginning, and that was early in my social work career. Wow. And when you meditate, how I know there's a lot of focus these days on meditation and uh, mindfulness and being mindful. And a lot of it's um, some, sometimes people aren't really sure how, when you meditate, what does that feel like and how does that, that work? There are so many different ways to meditate and, and modalities uh, back then. Um, I was just watching my breath um, because I think I read about it in a book somewhere. <laughs> so I would do that. I mean, I would just start breathing because I found that when I would get nervous, as many of us do, we get that breathing to about mid-chest level. We don't really take a full deep breath. So I found that when I would deep breathe slowly all the way down to my uh, Don Tien, you know, below the belly button, that abdominal breathing, I found that I was more present, I was more calm, 
And that was, to me, the essence of meditation, is you could get beyond yourself and your nervousness or whatever it was and, and, and just allow and just be. And so now, I'm just going to jump ahead a little bit. Now, I teach meditation classes, and it's a different system. Instead of the um, more passive meditation of, of just breathing, I teach an active meditation style, so it's involved with a lot of imagery and visualization where we're um, going off and putting shields around ourselves and we're um, sending healing light to various places, to the world, to the president, to you know, wherever it's needed in the world. Um, and I love that because, I don't know, it just suits my, I tend to be a little ADD, personality. And so I've switched to a different style of meditation, but all meditation is great because it brings us to ourself. Well, and that's a way to travel, too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you can float somewhere. <laughs> That's right. With all, the, with all of these different modalities, and I know they're all, you know, different um, shades of gray, and not shades of gray, but shades of energy, and self-healing is a term that, you know, is different um, language for different people. Um, how would you explain the differences between acupuncture and Reiki and Qigong? Um, I'm, I'm sure they all have a different frequency and experience. Yeah. They do. And I guess it's, I'll, I'll draw a picture here <laughs> with my words. So I have the patient on the table, and it's a nice, quiet room. And I get a sense energetically. So that's like using a type of Qigong, reading energy, where the patient is at. I'll feel their pulses, and that will tell me what meridians to work on. And meridians really are just how our energy flows in our body, um, and it flows to all to and from all the organs. So you have a, a meridian for each organ, liver, meridian, stomach, meridian, etc. So I will put the needles in based on how the person looks, sounds, acts, the feeling I have, and I'll put in a few needles. And then I will sit with them and apply the Reiki, which is, Again, I'm drawn to put my hand somewhere on the patient, and that helps unblock. I'm usually drawn to the area of most uh, obstruction, unblocks their chi. And so we start talking, and because I'm, I'm doing this, I, I dance with energy you know, all day long as I'm working with patients. So I talk with them then about their breathing, or I'll have them bring their attention or their focus to a particular place in their body. So that's a type of qigong, helping people move energy. Um, I might, if they're one of my students in my meditation class, I might work with them on a meditation. I'll just do a meditation with them while they're on the table. So I kind of incorporate it all um, while they're on the table. So you really could be doing something of each modality at the same session. Yeah, I, I do, kind of, because, again, remember that ADD thing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just find myself, there's so many things to do to help people um, and help them feel better that I just like to employ them all. I mean, I used to be a social worker, right? Well, used to be, still am, always will be. And that's what I talk with people about. You know, I'll hear them, and they'll use language like, oh, I could never do that, or, 
oh, I'm just making myself sick, or, you know, I have this problem with sugar, but I keep eating it anyway. And, you know, I, so I try to work with them on their language. Or I, my MS, you know, multiple sclerosis, or my arthritis, and I talk to them about, all right, now, I don't think it's yours. I think it is the, so don't own it, and start talking about ways in which to use language and pay attention to your language that's empowering and health-giving instead of keeping you stuck somewhere. Yeah, so do, do you find that most people are stuck and then when you, you really start lifting some of these or asking the questions, how long does it usually take for them to um, get you know, more present so that you know, the, the little light bulb goes on? Well, it, it can happen pretty quickly um, in a session because I have been working with energy for a long time. I do a lot of grounding work. And so once you ground someone, get them breathing and really focusing, we can do a lot. And it's interesting that you ask that because I'm thinking about a patient that I saw a couple weeks ago, and I've been seeing her for I think about a year now. And this is a person that has multiple personalities. And she has a hard time being in her body. She had a lot of surgeries as a child. And I really wanted to work with her on coming home to herself and communicating with herself. And so it took a little while to get her, and she only wanted Reiki. She didn't want any needles or anything like that. It took a while to introduce her, really, to the whole concept uh, that her body communicates. Our bodies communicate to us all the time. So to get her to, to feel comfortable asking the body questions, uh, listening to what the body, her body is telling her, that took months to actually do that. But now she is so adept at it that she doesn't need to see me as often. She comes, you know, quarterly. And we just, she says, can you help me, you know, talk to my body? I'm having a hard time with this one, you know. So now she just jumps right in. And we have this communication. And she pretty much is running the show now as we're in the session. I'll just give her tips from, you know, now uh, from time to time. So it's, it's, been, it's an interesting uh, evolution. Yeah, and she's like a whole teacher of a classroom all within yeah. herself. Exactly. So exactly. That's, that's pretty powerful. It is. The body's so rich. Yeah, and we don't give it credit sometimes. No, we so, want it, you know, yipe, yipe, yiping at our heels as we go off and rush through our day. And we don't even, we, we, we demand things of our body, but, but we don't listen to it very often. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like listening to other things. I mean, we get such a, a focal point um, sometimes as just... Um, Sometimes life gives us a two-by-four saying, are you there? You know, the, oh, boy, do I know that one. I just got in a car accident last July. That was a big two-by-four. And yeah, I'm and finding those, the... What's that? Oh, and those are the ones that you remember. <laughs> <laughs> it got going, my attention. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's a growth opportunity, right? So I've had all this tremendously wonderful healing uh, acupuncture and physical therapy and Feldenkrais, and now I'm going to this non-traditional chiropractor who's doing um, cranial sacral work. So he's going inside my mouth and clearing a sphenoid basilar uh, 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 stuckness. I forget the word he used. Compression, compression. And 
it was painful. I mean, it was really painful. And, man, I feel great today. So, I mean, everything that I have done through this 2x4 has been all for the good. And I'll probably come out of this better than when I had the accident. So, you know, it's interesting. Life is interesting. Life is interesting. And, you know, interesting, it also is an adventure. So when you think <laughs> when you think of the definition of adventure, what comes to mind? You know, it's climbing mountains, jumping off things. Um, you know, um, really adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So do you find that that's that's happening when um, when you really get to a point where um, a client actually do you? find that um, you're excited about the, the experience that the client is having. I mean, is, is that oh, some yeah. part of the healer in you? Um, how, how does that feel? Or is it, is it um, does the client uh, pick that up? Yeah, some of them do. Most of them do. Um, and that's great. And to me, my job is like an adventure because, I try to tap into that inner wisdom and that, you know, higher self. And so I try to stay out of my, you know, my left brain as much as possible. Uh, But I am, you know, I am using needles, right? So, But there are times when I will put in a point and I'll just think, wow, I never would have thought of that. <laughs> and I'm realizing, okay, you know, that's one of those guidance, you know, acupuncture sessions. And so uh, that's an adventure to me. And I'll talk to my other acupuncture friends about, do you use this point? Because, you know, I did this point, and wow, I mean, it just opened up, blah, 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 you know, and we go in and talk about it. So those little moments when, you know, a client says something and you talk about your own experience or, or whatever, it, it, creates, it creates that magic that, you know, synergy, that connectedness, that you know that this is the perfect client for you. And it's something I ask the universe for all the time. You know, send me the perfect client, the, the clients that resonate with me and my style. Mm-hmm. And, and I get those type of clients. And we love each other. I mean, we just have this little love in because there is a resonance. There is a way that the universe wants us to get together at this particular time in history to do this kind of work. And when that happens, you just have to get out of the way. You can't think your way through it. You have to just be your way through it. Well, and that's really being present, can... too. Go that's ahead. really the presence. You know, being present. Yeah. You know, with, with your client. Yeah. Um, sometimes we get um, in a hurry mode, and yes. we see that out in the world with driving you know, where people are distracted and on their to-do list, even when they're driving. That and scares that, me. That can be pretty scary. Well, that's what happened when that guy hit me. He, I think he was, he was obviously distracted because he hit me pretty hard, and I was sitting at a stoplight. So he was either on his phone or doing something and driving. Mm. That's so dangerous. We, you know, we really have to be more present. We have to pay attention. I'm I'm working more and more to not be unconscious. I want to be conscious, make conscious choices all the time. I don't want to fall back into that unconscious place where I make unconscious, have unconscious behaviors. I, I've been there. I lived that in the 70s. I was unconscious most of the time, <laughs> just, you know, muddling my way through life, you know, so. Yeah, well, yeah, we're very conscious of, 
you know, where we're at here at the moment. And we're um, going to take a quick break. And then we'll be back and we'll be consciously focused on some more interesting energy thought processes here. We'll see you in a few minutes. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellike dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the intellike to become a cat. So what is human intellike? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellike.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellike.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. Have you ever met a muse? Or consider the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems, and we're having a, a very active discussion here with Lori Marm, a healing expert. And Lori, um, we were talking about discoveries, and I know that um, you've been telling us about uh, stepping out of your comfort zone uh, from your training and uh, finding that, you know, you know, a lot of people step out of a comfort zo- zone, but they're not sure what they're standing on. You know, when they step out. So it sounds like you had some good um, people around you that helped you find your steps. Could you explain a little bit more of how you knew that that was, you know, the stepping stone process that you wanted to do? Well, for example, when I started the meditation classes, the training and power classes, I, I really, I asked the universe for a teacher. So, because I felt kind of on that, you know, unstable platform. Um, and so I asked for a teacher, and I met Julie Butler, who was a teacher in that academy. And I found that uh, whole situation of asking for what you want or need 
can really, if you really are paying attention, the universe will provide. So you will get these opportunities to hook up with people. Um, I was lucky in that um, in the meditation classes that I took, I've been taking the same classes with several people for the last 15 years. So we get together on a weekly basis. And there's something about, I mean, yeah, you can do some of this stuff on your own, but working with others, it just makes it so much easier. And you have this, you know, energy buddy, you know, to work with and do healings with and that sort of thing. So I encourage people to hook up with people that are of like minds or find a community of like minds so that you're not all alone. Um, and with the Internet, I mean, there's so many opportunities to hook up with, with others that are doing the same thing, feeling the same thing, because we all need support. It's, um, it's lonely out there trying to do it on your own, and I don't think we do as well clearing our own obstacles and our own issues on our own. That's from the social worker in me, right? Um, I've availed myself of, of many a counselor because I felt stuck in this area or that area. Or I had bitterness about that or frustration about this. And so I would um, somehow, you know, you just get drawn to the right people, to seeing the people that you need to see if you include your higher self, right, in, in the process of choice-making. So asking your higher self, the universe, however you want to describe it, I need to see someone. I need to see a counselor. Help me find the right person. And you'll be in a conversation with someone, and they'll mention the name, or you'll be uh, reading something, and you'll see this person's book or whatever referenced. Um, There's a lot of ways the universe talks to us. And we have to just really be open. (laughs) Yeah, and it's being awake and aware. And being able to say, oh, you know, and sometimes it has to go around and around before we wake up to be able to look at it and or see it. So the whole um, thing of being aware and awake and being willing to receive is, uh, yeah, where we need to just stay. mm -hmm. We need to evolve. And in that evolution, you were explaining earlier that... um, you feel like you've been a spirit on roller skates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and being a visual person, you know, I'm having a lot of fun with that imagery. <laughs> so as as a spirit on roller skates, um, are you moving to music? You know, being in a fast zone, um, a lot of people talk about slowing down. And so how... How would you explain the sense of being on in this fast-moving uh, situation versus slowing down? Or what would be – have you slowed down or have you found yourself just kind of like, ooh, accelerated? So I'm slow all day long when I'm working with people. So I'm in that slow groove, that listening to energy, that reading energy, that moving energy place. So I find that I get – my slow time, <laughs> apart from many others, at work. <laughs> um, but the, it's like, you know, I mean, you read the newspaper, you hear Donald Trump go on and on. You know, you, you see the world and the people being blown up and everything, and you just think, oh, man, you know, we really need to evolve as a society. And 
man, it's not happening. You know, I mean, you can get in that place. Man, it's really not happening. And I feel that my spirit is pushing me to continue to evolve for a reason so that I can teach others. And that's the speed part of it. It's, um, you know, I, I wasted a fair amount of time <laughs> in my early days. And I feel driven, in a way, to offer workshops, to teach clients, to um, do my Reiki from a distance, to heal the world, heal the planet. And that, that requires action now. So that, does that explain enough? There's a, there's a, oh, a speed a wonderful... in which we have to get on top mm-hmm. of this. And we are. I mean, there is an awakening happening. And there's more and more people that are meditating, that are alive, that are awake, they're paying attention and using energy, listening to themselves, um, and using their skills, tools, uh, whatever, to create a better reality, co-create a better reality. And, and we've no time to waste in that sense. Stop being unconscious, be conscious, be awake, that sort of thing. And do it now. And do it now. <laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, it's, Why not? Um, why not and, now? Why, yeah, what's holding us back? Do you yeah, find that um, people come up with lots of ex- excuses, or is that um, what, is, you know, what is holding people back? Well, there's a lack of an awareness that they can do anything at all and a helplessness feeling, and, um, you know, the world is much bigger, you know, it's, it's too big, I'm too little, you know, kind of thinking. Um, but when you're talking energy, we can do a tremendous amount, but we need more of us. There's just a few of us doing this work, and it's, it's making, you know, some impact. I've been working on, you know, anti-poaching stuff energetically, and, you know, it's helping in some areas, but, man, I mean, we're just... We need more people. We need more, more of us linked in energy working to uh, resolve some of these um, issues in the world. So the issues themselves are like big um, rocks or stones in the way. Yes. And yeah. so what we need to do is move them. It's like and, any kind of energy flow. When I work, you know, mm-hmm. acupuncture, you know, I see the meridians like, you know, rivers. And sometimes those rivers get blocked with stones. So I put in a needle, the stone moves, and the chi flow resumes. It's the same thing out there in the world. So it's, it's curiosity, too, about, you know, from within, without. And we've been studying within the Mighty Gym series, the reflective. So that's a powerful, or it appears to be a powerful way to uh, envision oneself is that as we work with our, within ourselves, we're actually empowering ourselves within, and then the expectation would be then our outside environment would have a ripple effect based upon our inner work okay. and knowledge. Is that, um, does that fit into any of the modalities that you've been working with? It's in our meditation work. We talk about the, the magnified reflective. We talk about the reflective. Um, as you get uh, better, as you start to heal yourself, you start to suddenly surround yourself with other people that are healing themselves as well. So the outer then is reflective of your inner work. 
that's mm-hmm. you know just on a on a side you know I was I was finding myself attracted to to men you know ba- again back in the seventies and eighties that you know were not necessarily um, in my best interest let's just say <laughs> but I was a mess you know and so I was attracting a mess of a guy. Um, the more work that I would do, I found that the more healthy the men became. And so now I, I have the perfect mate. He's just a lovely man who's, you know, we call him a yin male. You know, he's very in touch with himself and his feelings, and he's not threatened. And, and he's, you know, he's a perfect reflection of the work that I've done. And so that's kind of cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So with your um, process that you do with um, all of your clients and all of the different you know, stages of of levels of uh, integration within themselves, how they've been learning and healing. Um, how do you keep inspired? Because sometimes I've heard um, people get overwhelmed with um, how much challenge there is out there. I mean, it's like it's like reading the paper. You go, oh my gosh. Um, is that really everything that's out there? And so it gives you a, a little bit different feel for um, what is the reality? I mean, is it something where things are as bad as they seem? Or is there, um, I mean, ourselves keeping inspired? How, how do you do that when, when you're healing a lot of people? It's a matter of focus. So I can find myself having a focus if I watch too much news of how <laughs> bad it is out there. Um, and so I have, I don't, I limit uh, what I, and the type of news that I get. I read the week magazine because it gives me, you know, the, the, you know, the week's news all around the world without glaring details and um, glorifying uh, pictures. Um, I find that if I focus on all that is good and all that we are doing, then that whole, now how does this go, energy energy flows where attention goes, or energy goes where attention flows, So, mm-hmm. or your um, intentions flow. So if I'm totally focused on how awful it is, then I'm going to live there in that energetic. If mm-hmm. I'm focused on wow, it's so great that so many people are awakening. It's so great that I feel so much better and I'm so much happier. And I, what a great opportunity I have that I get to work with all these wonderful people. See the difference? Mm-hmm. The energy is different. So when I work with people, now the ones that, that frustrate me, that I get frustrated by, are the ones that just come and plop on the table and you know they don't want to do anything but just want me to fix them. Then I get kind of bored. <laughs> but the ones that really see that it's a co-created reality and they have work to do here too that you know they can work with me they can you know help themselves and we can work together and together we can really heal them and move to the next stage you know or area or whatever that's fun to me and so that that inspires me every single day because I have more of those than the other because that's what I ask the universe for well, interesting, um, the personalities that show up in our synchronicity, too, with probably our clients and um, how people uh, relate. You know, they, some people you, not you particularly, but as we're um, raising our own frequency, sometimes it feels like um, the levels of, you know, the 
the uh, intersections of communication can really become a challenge. So it's almost like as we're raising our frequency and healing, sometimes when we do a conversation, um, you almost feel like you're speaking a different language, or at least I've experienced this too, that people don't connect. And so I know that's a, as change happens, you know, because change is happening as each person is making the adjustments that they feel they need. Um, how do we stay, or what suggestions would you have um, in how do we stay in, in uh, balance with people and uh, places and things that we're related to? We learn to love to be weird. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, you do feel out of step. You know, I have a hard time with superficial conversation. You know, I love talking about more meaty stuff related to energy and, you know, how to make the planet a better place, you know, energetically. Not There's not a lot of people that, you know, want to go there. So I, I, I play with things like, you know, let's see if I can just stand here and, and emanate love. Let me just see if I can just hold that for as long as possible, you know, or going to a, you know, I don't know if they have cocktail parties anymore, but, you know, places where, you know, people are gathering and they're having drinks and moving around. And, you know, I find them challenging because it's it's not who I am, right? It's it's a awkward place for me. Um, so I think we just have to have a sense of humor, you know, mm-hmm. laugh at ourselves. And, again, you know, finding those, you know, like-minded people to talk to is, is like a breath of fresh air. Um, and we need that in our life. That's That's how we... You know, support ourselves in our our evolutionary adventure. And so, because we're discussing how we design a supportive now, which is you know this moment being present, um, and now that we're now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a muse, I'm constantly playing with words, and I'm intrigued because words mean something different, and it becomes. A challenge sometimes because you aren't sure how someone will take something. But the word now actually, you turn it around and it it's like somebody won, W-O-N. And so with the experience of winning, um, that has a whole high, higher frequency. You know, even if you know someone that won something and you experience that discussion, and um, it does feel better. So, do you have any suggestions from a design perspective? Because each of us theoretically are in control and are designing our immediacy out here, um, and our work is to continue that. Um, Do you have any suggestions? Um, We have a a short break coming up, but this would be an interesting one from an architect. (laughs) How do you design? This would be a good conversation to have from a more technical perspective because there's really so many subparts. There are. uh, And the word design (laughs) is interesting. As I think about the the word one, you know, W-O-N, I think about, you know, that woman I talked about earlier that only wanted Reiki and, you know, was, I was working with her on, on helping her communicate with her body. She was so elated with her newfound skill of being able to uh, touch into and, and communicate with her body and, and live a happier life because she was connected. I mean, that's a win <laughs> for Ooh, sure. Yes. And, 
that's what I try to do with all my clients is, is, is increase that communication. When, you know, listen to your body when, it, when it's thirsty. Listen to your body and, and, and act when it's hungry or make sure you're eating the right things. I mean, so it's, it's not that complicated. So if we could really connect and make sure that we get our needs met, because that's all we ever try to do is get our needs met, um, we can prevent disease, we can prevent wars, I suppose, really, if you look on the grander scheme of things. Well, and it it all comes down to the different frequencies that people are operating, because if they're not connected yes. in a language and there's barriers, someone's yes. going to get upset because of interpretation. And yes. so, so... Watching your language, yes. Exactly. Really so it, it's really that level of... where and. People think they're more and more connected now than they ever have be, been because of all of the technology and um, how things visually are there. And it's, it's at the, the whim, you know, a touch of a button. And yet we are so disconnected And that's a, a different kind of connection too, isn't it? Although they could mm-hmm. use it in a better way if they were to, you know, send energy, you know, I'm sending, you know, you could text someone, I'm sending you love now. That would be great. <laughs> That'd be a nice connection. <laughs> yeah, Instead of this know, is what I had for breakfast, you know. <laughs> a little smiley. <laughs> that, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's an instant connection. And right. on that note, we're going to take a, a brief break and then we're going to be connected when we come back. Great. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now, there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellike dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the intellike to become a cat. So what is human intellike? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellike.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellike.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You 
are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. And Lori and I have been having a very active discussion here with uh, speaking about, you know, frequencies and energy and um, being awake and being conscious. Um, There's a lot of different levels that we each operate with. And it's interesting discovering on your own path how you're wanting to design a supportive now. It really boils down to what's important for you. And we, um, as a muse, I myself play with words, and the word now is, when you turn it around, is, is one, W-O-N. So how do you feel when you win something? Your frequency, your energy rises, you're more excited. And another word that we were talking about was not, N-O-T. And you turn that around, and that's like a ton. And that, that brings, you know, that imagery of a brick or a mountain or something heavy. And so when you start thinking about some of these terms and also feeling lighter and brighter yourself, you might want to pay attention to the words that you're using because some of those can have a direct effect on how you feel. And within that process, um, we were also, she, she, she was sharing, Lori was sharing how as people lighten up, um, they're speaking about their bodies with their illness. But um, how does one person, you know, get above that frequency? I mean, is there a, a, a choice of words that they should start practicing or um, what kind of things do you find work with your clients? I think um, coming to see me, of course, right? <laughs> but really, you need a mirror. You need someone to work with you on this, whether it's a coach, um, an acupuncturist, a uh, massage therapist, someone who's done the work themselves. Again, that hooking up with other people, uh, a buddy you know, that you can go walking with, that you can um, uh, ask. You know, can you help me with my self-talk, the things I say to myself and things that I say out loud to you? Um, help me catch some of those words that uh, are creating a ton <laughs> instead of uh, a bliss and uh, passion. So I, I think it's, you, you can do a certain amount of self-checking um, and it's great to have, you know, a little assistance as well, a coach you know, of sorts. It was interesting. Um, I've been working with um, or talking with other people concerning how do they uh, show up or work with um, outside once they start identifying how they um, are feeling. Um, and what has been a fun thought is when you go and take time to ground, which is really a, a process of being present and really connecting to the earth, um, how from an imagery perspective, being a tree 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I like that Making one. it really direct. And so I, I asked the, a couple people, uh, do you ever go and sit under a tree or sit in a tree? And um, I'm also um, a photographer, so I've been finding from a synchronicity perspective, um, trees showing up. <laughs> it's not like they're just walking around. I'm the one in motion. But um, personalities in trees are, are now, um, I have a, a, a gathering of photos that I'm doing with the language of a tree. And, it's, um, and it, it, some of them are just intriguing, not just treeing. <laughs> they're, they're personalities. Um, there are a lot of trees around that Absolutely. have personality, and they've been around for quite a while, so they have wisdom, and they do talk. And it's very fun to do Qigong with trees. Oh, In my sure. Qigong class, we used to go to the park, and we'd stand around this you know, ancient cedar, and we would send Qigong energy to the tree, and then we would receive energy from the tree. And it was really awesome. I thought it was silly as all get out when I first did it, but you could really tell the difference. Oh, you can. And there's yeah. wisdom in there. Yes. And there's wisdom in the expression. And um, I think <laughs> you have to be a little careful about how much you share with people. It's really <laughs> like, true. I'm going around <laughs> showing up, you know, really sitting there talking to a tree. But you really have a grounding experience when you go out into nature. And there's so much available that is beautiful and um, co- coordinated and balanced. If we look around ourselves, outside of ourselves, outside in the environment that we're in. If it's not balanced, then we know that there's something that needs to be shifted. Right. More like one of my, my best times is going out and being in nature. It's like a reset button for me. Mm-hmm. Something about being in nature is it just resets everything and I'm back in balance again. And when you live in a city, you have to get out in nature uh, frequently, just in order to reconnect with the earth. Mm-hmm. And look around. I mean, there are so many examples of the the colors, the beauty, the, the balance feeling, the grounding. Um, and, you know, when you think about emanate, emulating with something or listening to something and you start thinking about the what most people listen to or... Um, use as a as a basis point in how they relate to things. Um, it would make sense to try an experiment and see if we could get more people to really start with nature and see what yeah. would happen and what would shift them into more uh, balanced life. Yes, like if you know, sitting for ten minutes a day under a tree could change their vibration because I mean. Energy is everywhere, right? Everything is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything vibrates, right? So I would be, that would be an interesting thing. So from a Mighty Gem perspective, um, it would be um, a powerful experience to know um, people's experience sitting under trees. You know, maybe Absolutely. it's like Newton. We might have an apple drop on us, but <laughs> it's <laughs> that's a possibility. But it's um, really taking the time to try something new and um, have it so that um, we can experiment with how does one start tying in with the energies that are out there. 
And, and how does that make you feel? I mean, start tuning into, how does that make you feel? Start to pay attention. What makes me feel good? Does walking make you feel good? Does walking down this certain path make you feel good? Or being in connection with this tree? Pay mm-hmm. attention. How do you feel when, when you're you know, out there with the different colors? And the, the time of year, obviously, there's different colors available. But mm-hmm. um, really tuning in and... Uh, just using the the tools, not tools, the system that you have within yourself, you know, your senses, that is a huge experience. Yeah. And, you know, I think it shifts people each time because it's, it's sometimes a, a real surprise when you shift from a, a mindset of um, always feeling down with that ton, <laughs> ton of emotion, and upload yourself to a higher level or perception which then you can actually feel more empowered and you can feel lighter and you can feel excitement i mean that's where this uh, supportive now really i think comes into play because um it's probably different for everyone you know what supports you how do you want to feel and in that support process you know what are those different um, aspects that you need to pay attention to within yourself and with the um, the radiance from yourself. Uh, how do you share that? And so, Laurie, it's been a fabulous experience, you know, exploring these things. And it's it's really looking at it from a self, uh, I mean, because we do have choices within ourselves and we have choices that we can operate with other uh, levels. And this is really um, an opportunity to look inside and outside do you have one one insight you would like to share with our listeners that they could maybe start with and adopt for their supportive now trust (laughs) i would play with trust trust yourself trust your knowing trust your senses you know seeing feeling hearing trust what you're getting trust yourself and listen you know, it's really taking some some time. It's not so much meditation, but more just listening. You know, mm. taking the time to to how do how does does something radiate within yourself? How does it feel in your gut? And that's something that's a starting point because the more you try it, the more you're going to seek that kind of information for yourself because you feel good, or exactly. it's going to feel better than something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What are they feeling? How does that work? And yeah, so make some it a groundswell. <laughs> it's <laughs> make it a make it a effort here. Um, and so some links that you shared. Uh, your email is l a u r i e dot m a r u m at gmail dot com. Is that correct? That's correct. And your website is www.lauriemarum.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-M-A-R-U-M.com. Correct. Thanks. So thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate your perspectives. And this is a very important topic because it's really, you know, the more that we can each be a mighty gem out here. We're sparkling in gems and as gems and we're focusing on value. So even if it's a perceived value, things that are perceived become something and or our special jewels buddha said the trouble is you think you have time we suggest that you start the journey now and as we continue to connect within ourselves to nature and to others with this one insight one choice and one action 
we broaden our prospecting areas and we can go up and beyond and be um, much higher than and can go and grow better than we can be right now. And Buddha also said, in the sky, there is no distinction of east and west. People create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. So be very careful what you believe. And as a mighty gem, have a great Friday. Um, We look forward to next week. And we're here at 11 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Thank you for joining D. Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.